Welcome to the AI-generated podcast. I'm your human host, Izzy. I'm a computer science and audio engineering student. And I'm your other human host, Kelsey. I'm a fashion designer and fashion professor and freelancer. And Kelsey is also an astrologer for chipmunks. (laughs) So she likes to read the star signs and see when the nuts align in the ground. And when they'll make their ascension into squirrelhood. And they'll grow up. <laughs> Kelsey, are you saying that you think that all chipmunks grow up to be squirrels? Is that what your belief is? I think is? that that's what they believe. <laughs> the you think that all... <laughs> Maybe we need context. Just moments before we turn on the mics. Jack, who's our special guest today on the show, was saying that he 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 met a woman who's 45 years old who thought that all chipmunks grew up to be squirrels. That's the backstory. Which it's a powerful thought. Um, yeah, so Jack's here with us today. Hi, Jack. I'm here. Hi, Jack. <laughs> Welcome. We're being held against our will by a multinational corporation who won't let us go until we've taught their AI American popular culture. On today's episode, we have given their AI all of Adventure Time in hopes of finally assuaging our bosses. Could you do that one more time for me? Um. No. <laughs> You're not going to do it out of spite now? I don't know. I, I, can't, I, I can't put effort into this line. It's just so repetitive. Um, do you want to cha- change it? I guess so. I don't like the word pleasing. I always try okay. to speak around it because it grosses me out. <laughs> you don't want to please our, our bosses? I want to assuage them. Am I saying that word right, though? Yes. Yeah. That's a nice SAT word. Old SAT, not new SAT. What? Oh, man. The, the new I'm SAT doesn't now. care about assuage? Not really. They don't care about vocabulary, really. God. I probably wouldn't have done so well. That was, like, my strength. Jack has an incredible vocabulary, honestly. It's it's phenomenal. Um, I think mine stagnated after high school, and Jack's just, like, kept on going, like, up to the moon. On today's episode, in hopes of freeing ourselves, we're giving their AI all of the episodes of Adventure Time in hopes of assuaging our bosses. The AI-generated podcast has been synchronously composed by a number of intelligent computer programs designed to mimic the tone of a data set of texts. This internet radio show seeks to harness this technology for meaningless tasks. This is our Adventure Time Take 2 for realsies this time. For reals. And I'm, I'm excited about it. You guys are big Adventure Time fans, right? Yeah. Well, I, I love Adventure Time. I mean, I'm, I'm about average size, but I am a fan. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't think I've watched any of the HBO content or anything, but when I was in my college years, this was a big deal show to me. So I am excited to, to see what the AI thought of it. Um, it came up with some pretty goofy scenes. <laughs> what do you think about it, Izzy? I've I only seen one episode, and the one episode that I saw was excellent. And now I'm like, I gotta watch the show now. Oh yeah, you would love it. Yeah, my favorite part about Adventure Time is the animation. Um, I think it's all really wonderful and soft. Um, and I particularly like how Jake is animated, and like his transition animations are really cool. Like, if he's turning into a car, he doesn't just blob out into a car like his eyes travel down and become the headlights and like his arms turn into the wheels I don't know it's all just like um really 
nicely animated. Have you seen the, um, I think they're pages from one of the like commercially published art books about Adventure Time, but they have these character sheets that have like the rules for their animation and like things that like their arms, like Finn's arms always do certain things or his mm. like his mouth always does certain things and certain Oh no, that sounds like it would be really interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. Those are very, very neat. Yeah. Um, Cause it is all, it all, it's, it's all thought out. It's doesn't seem like it's always like just at the whim of the animator for whoever's doing that shot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally with you there. Um, I remember where I was when I first saw it and who I was with, but I don't remember the episode anymore, but I was with my cousin and I was like, I like couldn't stop smiling at Andrew for like being excited that he had shown me it. Um, he had like come back from his first <laughs> year of college, like knowing about it. And he was like, you have to watch this. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Um, I don't know. I love, I love it so much. Ice King is my favorite character. I have um, a couple plush Ice Kings, one of which a friend made me. Lyndon made me like what? a huge, uh, a huge I, oh, I remember that one, the big it. one. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly love Ice King because he like changes so much as a character throughout the show and he like really grows. Um, and I think it's cool that cartoons do that nowadays because like even in relatively modern cartoons like spongebob the characters don't change episode to episode they're like all the same <laughs> every episode like right or like god forbid anybody in like scooby-doo have any yeah. character development yeah yeah <laughs> they could like lose like a leg in one episode and like the episode would end that it way would just be back yeah and they would just be back, just be back, back episode, the next yeah. episode like their leg would be grown back um but in adventure time finn legit does lose an arm um and has like several different um fake arms so it's it's a really interesting show that way yeah as per usual i took all the transcribed episodes that I could find, put them all in a giant file, gave it to GPT-3, developed by the AI research lab OpenAI, and then we asked it to generate new scenes from Adventure Time, and we're going to do dramatic readings. Yeah, I generated this a lot of these scenes this time, and it came up with a lot of different formats. Um, so for this first one, it's like mostly a conversation between Enzo and Lester. Lester, I guess, is is one of the skeletons from the underworlds. So, Jack, do you want to be Lester? Sure. And sure. Uh, Izzy, do you want to be Enzo? I would love to. And then so, and, and, and remind me, Lester <laughs> is the skeleton. Lester is a skeleton. Enzo is an unnamed character. Cut to Lester and Enzo. Hey, Enzo, what's happening? I don't know, Lester. I think my flute's broken. Oh, no. Let me see. I don't know what's happened. I was just playing it, and it got all weird. Uh, see, I told you you shouldn't play a musical instrument. Why? Because it's a hobby for nerds. What? I'm going to go play some football. Enzo looks sad. Lester leaves. Stupid Lester. <laughs> That feels, that feels like an appropriately Adventure Time interjection. Yeah, it would probably just be like a non sequitur, like a, a filler episode. Yeah, or like a, like a run oh, out at the end of a scene after like main characters leave. What do we think? Who do we think Enzo is in this situation? Um, I think Enzo is another skeleton. <laughs> 
A skeleton buddies. It's like a conversation between two skeletons. Because in in the after world, don't you think there are probably still cliques of like nerds and jocks? Oh, for sure, for sure. This is like a classic band nerd and jock interaction here. Do you think that like they play each other's bones as musical instruments in that bones afterward? Oh, there's there's got to be like a like a there's got to be a, like a ribs xylophone moment for sure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I think in the in the Lester Adventure Time episode, maybe in the musical, they're having like a musical battle with death. So it's a very musical episode. So that makes sense to me that they would be talking about flutes and stuff too if it's part of that episode. Death in Bloom is the episode that Lester appears in. And yeah, they kill Princess Bubblegum's plants and then they travel into the land of the dead to get it back. It's also the episode where um, Princess Bubblegum says, I'll be back on the morrow. And they think that means the next day. But really, it's the morrow is a bird. And Jared and I oh, say, I that Jared and I say the morrow is a bird to each other all the time. Um, it's one of our... <laughs> Classic catchphrases. <laughs> the morrow is a bird. Classic stuff. And then they do win in a musical battle against death. So that's always fun. Oh. All right. Next scene. Um, so, you know, I'm always trying to make this into fan fiction about my favorite characters. So I said, I love you, Bimo says to Ice King, two of my, two of my favorite characters. <laughs> um, and this is one that isn't a script. It's written like a... Story it's like a novelization. Yes, oh, so I'm not sure like why a fan, a fan it does this sometimes, but it, it's a fan fiction because okay. it's read fan fiction. It's like, oh, oh, I see what we're doing here. Okay, yeah. Um, I love you, Bimo says to Ice King, and your magic and your crown. I love it all. Oh, Bimo, I love you too, and your game system, and your video games, and your uh batteries, Ice King. Jake says. We have to get Bimo back to normal. Yeah, give Bimo back his personality. Finn says. I don't know how. Ice King says. I can't take it away, and I don't know how to give it back. My magic is all messed up. I lost my ice harp and my magical crown, and now I'm stuck as a human. Where did you last see your ice harp? Jake asks. Over there. Ice King says, pointing to a wall. Well, pick it up, man. It's your ticket to being a wizard. No way! I don't want to go back to being a wizard. I love being a regular guy. Ice King and Jake begin to wrestle for the ice harp. Finn picks up Bimo. Jake. Finn says. You have to think simple. If we can get Bimo to play his favorite video game, do you think he can get his old self back? I don't know, Finn. Let's try it. Finn hands Bimo to Ice King. Play your favorite video game. Ice King says. (laughs) Bimo taps the buttons, but nothing happens. I can't do it, Ice King. Ice King is exasperated. Jake, you try playing his game. Jake takes Bimo. Uh, Bimo, do you want to play, uh, 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 Super <laughs> Mario Brothers? Yeah, Super Mario Brothers. The Mario Brothers. Bimo begins <laughs> tapping buttons rapidly. I did it. Jake says. I want to play too. Ice King says. Jake, head to Bimo over. Ice King tries to play a game, but Bimo suddenly jumps high in the air and smacks Ice King in the head. Can't you do it right? Bimo says. Finn, help me! Finn takes Bimo from Jake. Now remember, Bimo. Finn says. You're supposed to be a baby again, right? So act like one. 
If you want to be a baby, act like a baby. Bimo nods and sucks his thumb. Finn begins to play Bimo's game. After a few minutes, the game emits a chime. I won! Finn says. Yes, you did, Finn! Bimo says. Bimo is now a baby. <laughs> well, that was easy. Finn says. Yeah, man, life is easy once you know the way. Jake says. The way to what? Ice King asks. Ice King, Jake, and Finn all look at each other. Ice King is back in the Ice Kingdom. He has put his ice harp on the table and is playing it. He sings a song about how much he misses Bimo. In the Candy Kingdom, Finn, Jake, and Bimo are relaxing in a hot tub. Bimo is drinking a bottle of milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad everything worked out, Finn says. Now Bimo can get back to his video games. Yeah, Jake says. And you and I can get back to our uh, video games. I don't know when I started thinking that Finn was a baby. Bimo says. Finn smiles. <laughs> the end. <laughs> wait, wait. What was the implication there at the end? Now we get back to our I know. Uh, video game. <laughs> I know. And they're all in a hot tub. Come on. <laughs> that, that would be. That feels like a line that would make it in. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just loved when Bimo turned into a baby. Bimo is now a baby. I missed the logic on that one though. So they were. They wanted. They wanted him, Ice King, to play a video game to bring back his wizard self from being a human. Is that that was the idea? Initially, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And then after he plays the video game, he gets his ice harp. Yeah, something like that. Video games on BMO are canonically very important. They get sucked inside one once. Um, Oh. Yeah, so it is something that happens. This one, I don't know. I'm not sure there was much logic to it. It all seemed kind of um, like a loose thread. <laughs> the thread was loose, but the style felt very much, the pacing felt very much yeah, like a for sure. episode. Yeah, for sure. And they're always fucking around in Ice King's lair, I guess, like messing things up um, and rescuing princesses and whatnot. So in this one, him stealing Bimo and stealing his personality, it all seemed par for the course, yeah. Um, I was happy to get a lot of Ice King in there. He's he's the best. <laughs> so for this one, I asked Jack for a prompt, and Jack said, mix together the synopsis for two different episodes. So the prompt I gave it was... When Princess Bubblegum brings dead candies to life, Hunson Abadir returns to Ooh to bond with his daughter Marceline. And Ooh, so this is like a log line for an episode. Yeah, so then it it, okay, it okay, describes okay. the episode from there. Um, oh, interesting. Should I continue reading? Please. Go for it. Finn, Jake, Princess Bubblegum, and Marceline attempt to fight off the zombies, but upon discovering that Marceline's base can send the undead back to the afterlife, Hunson takes it and flees. Marceline, enraged at her father's actions, shoves a candy heart into Hunson's mouth, causing him to explode. Marceline then goes on a rampage and tries to attack her friends, but Finn and Jake manage to remind her of the good times she's had with them. She returns to normal and thanks them, and they head back to Princess Bubblegum's castle. When they get there, they find Bubblegum and the Nidosphere seal holding hands. The seal says, They're coming, princess. The dead are coming. But they're slow and delicious. The episode ends with the camera panning out to reveal Bubblegum's castle is at the bottom of a giant crater. 
Or is it? <gasps> the camera shifts to the side and pans to show that Princess Bubblegum is wearing a fake mustache. And the episode closes with her laughing. What a twist. It actually <laughs> What a twist. I love that. Oh, uh, man. I thought it was such a good episode. I really wanted to would, see the Nidosphere seal. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I like I like how that became a character. Or, or, or. It's like... <laughs> I like the transgender Claps, Princess yeah. Bubblegum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought she was At like uh, an evil villain or something. Bubble, oh. Bubblegum is like mostly a good character, but like has her villainous moments. Um, has evil tendencies. As the best of us do. Uh, <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was a really good idea, Jack. I just love how many varieties of episode description we got this this time, I guess. Um, or epi- like variety of, well, how do I say it? Response? Completions? Yes. Com- yeah, from, from the machine, you mean? <laughs> uh, but I don't like completion. That's... <laughs> why, Kelsey? Do you want to explain to us why you don't like that? <laughs> I'm leaving. Would you, would you like to elaborate? <laughs> I trained this model... To completion. <laughs> there's there's got to be a shirt for machine learning engineers that says that, right? <laughs> there's got to be. Or like someone, someone's got a little, a little poster above their desk. Oh, my God. I should make it and give it to all the all the people in my department. <laughs> okay. The next prompt I gave it was, Jake, the Roomba is sucking up all the gold in the treasure room. And we've got a couple here. You see if they both. Oh, make a couple it into of different responses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So we'll see. Um, Can I read this one? Yeah, it's only Finn and Jake. So. Yeah, I know those. Cool. Jake, the Roomba is sucking up all the gold in the treasure room. Finn says, helping Jake up. We have to stop it. Finn and Jake run down the hall. They enter the room and see the Roomba sucking up the gold. They both yell, "No!" and run to it. Jake stretches to giant proportions, grabs the Roomba, and pulls it out of the room. The gold bits fall to the floor, and Finn and Jake yell, Yes! Jake returns to normal size, and the three of them fall to the ground laughing. Jake says, Roomba, you have to clean up when you're done. He puts the Roomba down, and it automatically returns to its dock. (laughs) The camera zooms out of the tree fort, and the episode ends. Fascinating. (laughs) It homes homes to uh, the dock at the end. Back on the that was my favorite part. I, <laughs> it, like went home. <laughs> That's a nice touch. <laughs> I love that it draws in this trope that I think Adventure Time uses a lot, where either in dialogue or like as a visual gag, you get this like they both yell no, and then something happens, and they both yell yes. <laughs> like two shots later. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I feel like that that kind of gag happens a lot in the humor of Adventure Time. This one's good. Cinnamon Bun wants to murder. Well, that's rude. It's true, it's true. Cinnamon Bun not want to murder, said Cinnamon Bun. It's just stupid. No, 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 said Jake. It's true, you do want to murder. I not kill, said Cinnamon Bun. Jake is wrong. I kill. He picks up the book again and begins reading with a guttural, evil voice. I kill, kill, kill. With axe. He pretended to swing an axe. I chop, chop, chop. He taps the book with his finger. I chop, chop, chop. 
He swung the axe again, and then, I eat. He opens his mouth wide, revealing a small donut on his tongue. Jake laughs. That was awesome. You should do that in the show tonight. Cinnamon Bung hung his head in defeat. I no want to murder or eat. Whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> I feel like it was really exploring the character of Cinnamon Bun <laughs> as this like co- this comic really this, this troubled character <laughs> who can't just can't help itself. It just it doesn't but it doesn't want to. It's morally aligned but has these impulses, you know? Um that is I think kind of true. Cinnamon Bun like becomes a zombie at some point. So I think it's feeding off of that. If it really has all of the episodes, then there is a point where Cinnamon Bun like becomes It doesn't have all the episodes. Oh, okay. All right. Just maybe it's seen a couple. But it might have that one. Yeah, yeah. It's true. So this is actually this next scene is a continuation of that scene where Cinnamon Bun tries to perform in Jake's show the following night. Um I I'll con- I'll continue reading. Cut to the inside of the tree fort. Finn and Jake were watching the show on TV. The camera panned to Cinnamon Bun, who was standing on a stool in the middle of the stage. He was holding a microphone. I, Cinnamon Bun, am the most evil villain in all of Ooh, he said. He looked up confused. Wait, where are all the people? I think they went home, said Lumpy Space Princess, who was a producer of the show. She was sitting on the couch (laughs) watching the show with Finn and Jake. What? said Cinnamon Bun. He looked out into the audience. What? I think they're tired of your act, said Lumpy Space Princess. You're always making them yawn. But I not want to murder, said Cinnamon Bun. You're a terrible villain, said Lumpy Space Princess. Maybe you should just sing a song. <laughs> Scene. Now I know who to pitch my uh, my my sh- TV show idea to. <laughs> she'll, the uh, executive Lumpy Space she'll Princess. She'll tell you straight. If it's good or not. I think she's pretty hard to please, though. But she can green light in the room. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can we do one more? We can generate a new one. That's all of the ones I have today, but I have the playground open. I'll I'll give a prompt. Let's see. How about, I'm stuck in purgatory, said Jake. Dude, you gotta help me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jack, you want to read this one? Sure. sure. I'm stuck in purgatory, said Jake. Dude, you gotta help me. Help your house, said Finn. I'm not allowed to leave the treehouse. Mom said so. (laughs) Oh man, this is so lame. I feel totally trapped. You gotta get me out of here. (laughs) I can't, said Finn. Mom said. (laughs) You gotta do it, Jake said. I thought you were my best friend. I am your best friend, said Finn. And I don't want anything bad to happen to you, but I can't leave the treehouse. Mom said so. (laughs) Dude, you gotta listen to me, said Jake. I'm in serious trouble here, Finn. Please. I'll be even more your best friend than I already am. (laughs) You already are my best friend, said Finn. And I don't want anything bad to happen to you. And I don't want mom to be bad at me. And I don't want to be stuck in the treehouse all summer. But I don't have a choice. Mom said so. I don't have a choice. Finn began to cry and fall apart. And he hugged his knees to his chest and rocked back and forth in the fetal position. (laughs) Finn, said Jake, if you don't rescue me, I'll die. That's how trapped I am. (laughs) You've got to rescue me, dude. You've got to. I should just let you die, said Finn, because I don't want mom to be mad at me, and I don't want to be stuck in the treehouse all summer. But I don't have a choice. <laughs> Finn, said Jake, you gotta try. You gotta try and try and try. I can't try, said Finn. I can't, I can't, I can't. Finn was still crying and rocking back and forth when his mother came into the treehouse with a sandwich. She sat down and looked at him. Finn kept crying. 
Finn said his mother, I think you need to get some fresh air. Come on, let's go for a walk. Finn stopped crying and stared at her for a long moment. I'm not allowed to leave the treehouse, he said. No, said his mother. Not until you stop acting crazy. <laughs> what about Jake, said Finn. Is he allowed to leave the treehouse? Because he's my friend and he's trapped. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Finn, said his mother. Now, come on, let's go for a walk. So is the treehouse purgatory? I'm confused about that. I don't know that. That... Where, where is Jake in my, relationship to them? My, uh, <laughs> my read of this is that somehow, because we never, we never see Finn's mother in the show, right? Um, you see mom and dad are dogs. They're Jake's biological parents and they adopt, they find Finn in the forest when he's a baby. So they sure. call them okay. mom and dad because Finn and Jake are brothers. Right. Um, but we, ne- we never see like Jake's biological parent. Oh, well, you uh, see his father at you, one point, right? You, you meet Finn's father. I... That's like the. That's I can't like the say for sure. Seasons, right? I can't say for sure that you never meet his mom. I I okay. did. I the ending seasons are very fuzzy to me. I wasn't as invested at my, that point. My read of this uh, invented scene is that somehow it's like an alternate universe take or like a post series mm-hmm. thing where we we maybe we're finding out that Jake is like imaginary. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, because the mom doesn't seem to know who Jake is, which is very concerning. So you're right. right. And maybe right. and maybe we as the viewer are sort of privy to or the, maybe Finn's yeah, inside world. This is an alternate universe where Finn has been raised by his biological mom and Jake right, is reaching right. out to him from another dimension. Yeah. That actually that kind of shit does happen in the show too. There's like whole alternate universe episodes. Um it's wonderful. All right. This was this was great. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Put a bow on it. You can follow us at AI Generated Pod on all relevant platforms. Our email is the AI Generated Podcast at gmail.com. Kelsey and I did the data collection for today's episode, and I did the processing and model training. I also produced the show and wrote the music. Kelsey generated the prompts. Thank you, Jack, for coming and reading with us today. It was so fun That's to me. have you. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Do you want to plug anything, Jack? Drink eight gallons of water today. Nice. It's a hot one. Plug for water. I love it. Thanks to the people over at OpenAI working on GPT-3 for making the API that we use on the show. And thank you to Pendleton Ward for creating Adventure Time. This show was unwillingly solicited by our corporate overlords at Dover Demon Incorporated.